Number one versus number two to get things started here at 133. Starachi driving, and there's the two. The national championship to Carter Starachi. Fend off a nice leg attack by Brooks. Brooks works into a body lock. He throws Brands to his back. That's all we get? You're moving on already? Chopley K-1. Roman Bravo Young, Penn State's first champion at 133 pounds. And what a way to start the night. A victory in a sudden victory. Man, it feels amazing. You know, I put a lot of work into this. People don't see. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure sometimes. But got it done. And now I'm a national champ forever. It means a lot. On this episode of the Let's Go State Wrestling Podcast, we visit with 125-pound representative Baylor Shunk, who recently picked up an 8-4 win over Ryan Chauvin of Army. Baylor, how you doing? Doing good, man. How are you? Good. Good to have you on the podcast. We're a couple weeks in. This is being recorded right before Thanksgiving. So do you have any uh, Thanksgiving traditions at all? Um, we usually go home. I'm going to go home and see my family, but um, we always go over to my, my mom's side of the family for lunch. Um, and enjoy some good ham. I'm actually a ham guy over turkey. You're not a turkey guy. No, no, not 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 in the slightest. I'm I'm a big ham guy. So we have ham at my one grandparent's house and then we go over to my other grandparent's house uh in the evening and that's normally where we have some turkey. Um, you get some gravy and mashed potatoes in there too. Honestly, I don't know that there's anything more overrated than turkey on Thanksgiving. That's probably going to make a lot of people upset that are turkey lovers. But I mean, that there's like the dryness of a turkey yeah, and all just, that stuff. It's overrated. No, it's not. It's not good. I'm I'm not a fan. It's definitely not something that I'm going to go out and look for or anything like that. Um, I'm going to stick with. I'm stick right there with, with you. Ham. Right there with you. All right, let's go quickly recap your 8-4 win before we jump off the mat. And you kicked off the night in Rec Hall, which was the first time that Penn State's been able to wrestle in front of a sold-out atmosphere since February 23rd of 2020. It was your first time wow. out there. What was running through your head as you took in that crowd? It was it was pretty surreal. Um, I've, you know, growing up pretty close to, to Penn State, I've, I've watched a lot of matches on TV. I've gone to matches growing up, and... You just uh, see those guys running out. You know, they pick their run-out song or whatever it is, and it's kind of like their moment. And that's kind of like what I did. I kind of took it in, looked around, checked out the crowd. Like, I didn't want to really block it out because I think that atmosphere is really cool. So I kind of took it in. I found my parents, looked at them, and was ready to go. Did you have any idea where your parents were sitting before you actually took the mat? Yeah, so, like, I have a general idea of where they sat, like, in previous years. So I was like, they're definitely going to be in that area. And whenever we walked out, like, I looked directly at them, and I, they were right there. Like, I saw my brother, my mom, my dad, and all my family and friends. So. I mean, what a cool moment that had to be to be, kind of look them in the eyes, and this is a dream that's now come to fruition, right? No, yeah, it was crazy. It was like I, could, I like, locked eyes with my dad for, like, a couple seconds. I, I don't know if he saw me or not, but I, I locked eyes with him, and uh, that's, like, I don't know. It was just, like, a moment that you dream of, I guess, and – that's definitely what it lived up to. No doubt about that. So let's dive into this one. First period, you gained some momentum early, taking a 2-0 lead, and you took control of the rest of the period. What did you take away from that first period? Um, so, yeah, getting started in the first period, you know, I usually just go out and try and move my feet, um, get things set up, get the guy moving a little bit. And it took a little bit to get going there, but once I found my shot, um, it was a clean, quick finish. And then we've been, you know, focusing on finishing periods on top, so – I enjoy being in the top position, so I kind of put a ride on him, was looking to get a turn. I actually almost had a, like a, a cross-wrist tilt uh, towards the end of the period, probably like 20 seconds left or so. Um, kind of lost grip of the wrist, but 
I enjoy being on top, so getting that takedown, hearing the crowd cheer, and then just going right into my ride. Uh, that, that was pretty cool. And finishing, hearing the buzzer go off and being up 2 nothing was, was pretty cool. Buzzer goes off. Second period starts. You pick up the quick escape, making it 3 nothing, followed by a takedown a few moments later to take a, a 5 nothing lead, and you ended the second period with a 5-1 lead. How did you continue that momentum, as you were just talking about, from the first period to the second? I think it's just about uh, wrestling through, like, every position. Coach Kale preaches that. And there were a couple times, you know, I took some shots and didn't necessarily get in super deep, but I just kept wrestling and wrestling. That's how I ended up getting that takedown in the second period. I uh, kind of weaseled my way out of a position and ended back in ended up in on a leg and drove through for a takedown. And I think that's the biggest thing is just thinking about scoring the next points. And that's what keeps me rolling through. Third period, Chauvin would add two, but you fought back quickly with a takedown to make it 7-4 with just over 30 seconds remaining in the bout. The final would be 8-4 as you added 3-0-2 in riding time. Baylor, what was the biggest thing that you took away from that match? I think the fact that I know I can get it done. Like, in my head, like, you've always dreamed of going out in rec hall and, like, winning a, winning a tough match uh, against a quality competitor. So just going out there and doing my thing, enjoying, enjoying my time out there and having fun, um, that's what, like, proved to myself, like, hey, like, I'm here, like, let's do this thing. You grew up just down the road in the state of Pennsylvania. You've watched Penn State wrestling throughout your childhood, and then you go out and you lock eyes with your dad out on the mat for those couple of seconds. That had to be a pretty surreal moment all around. No, yeah, it was crazy. On the mat for you in your Penn State debut. All right, so Penn State will now take a couple of days off around the Thanksgiving holiday, and then they will shift their attention back towards Rec Hall in the beginning part of December. Let's go away from the mat, Baylor. And we were talking before this, and you said one of your – enjoyments in life outside of wrestling is hunting from what aspect well I grew up my dad's a big hunter um well my whole family hunts actually not except for my mom Uh, but my dad's a big hunter and we would always go out we have a camp about uh 45 minutes away from state college 45 minutes away from home and we would always go out to camp you know during bear season and rifle season for uh for deer and I think the biggest thing with hunting is it's not even necessarily the sport. Like, the sport's great. Like, I love hunting, but I also love just spending time with my brother, with my dad, with my grandparents, like, whatever it may be. Um, it's just, like, time to get away. I get to go to the woods. I love the woods. It's peaceful. It's quiet. And I just kind of get to fade away for a little bit before I come back to school or to practice or whatever it may be. Your time away from reality. I like that yes. right there. What are, what are you hunting? You hunting deer? What is it? Yeah. So, right now is actually bear season. Um I was hunting bear this weekend with uh, Paul Fight, one of the teammate, one of the guys on the team, and uh, and then next week we get into deer season, and that's like the real time. Like that's like buckle down, let's go. It's time to time to find some deer. Um, so that's definitely like my favorite. And then there's also a season after Christmas. It's called flintlock. It's like when we hunt with the uh, the old flintlock muzzle loaders, where like you take the ramrod and you gotta shove the shove the ball down the barrel, like back in the Civil War days. Shut up. No, I swear. And like that 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 that's like my favorite and that's my dad's favorite too. So we enjoy doing that in like January. Okay, hold on. So first of all, you're hunting bear. Let's go back to that. <laughs> have you ever shot a bear? Have you ever seen a bear? Like what's the situation there? I've never I've never shot a bear. And personally, I've never seen a bear while I was hunting bear in the woods. Uh one time one did run in front of us like when we were leaving the woods from bear hunting. It was dark. Of course. And one like ran in front of us and we were like, "Oh, you got to be kidding me." <laughs> But I've never actually seen one, so it's kind of hard to keep hope. But uh, I, where we were hunting this weekend, uh, buddy, 
of uh, Paul's shot one. So I got to see that, and that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. What about deer? Have you ever gotten one of those? Yeah, so I've shot a lot of doe. I've shot quite a few doe. I've spent countless hours in the woods, and I still have yet to harvest my first buck. Mm. And that's that's a tough pill for me to swallow. I mean, I'm 20 years old right now. going on. I'll be 21 in February, and I still haven't killed a buck. And my little brother makes fun of me because he's shot two now, I think. Um, so he gets on me about it, but it's not for a lack of trying. I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the woods a good bit and it just never goes my way in deer season. The efforts there. No, yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Do you have the, uh, the little tree cameras that pick up the bucks or anything? Yeah. Like trail that? cameras. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So me and my, we get so pictures seen of one? them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. seen, I've seen plenty. I've actually, well, when you're younger, you can't shoot like smaller bucks or when you're younger, you can shoot smaller bucks. But once you pass. Uh, the adult age for hunting, which is like 17 or 18, I can't remember. You can no longer shoot these smaller bucks. So as soon as I turned to the adult age, all the small bucks would find me in the of woods. Course. And I'd be like, wow, now I can't, I can't do anything about yeah, this. Just taunting so, you. Yes, exactly. You gotta love that. Oh, yeah. And then, and then what was the last thing you're basically doing like ball and musket type of thing? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what are you doing there? Oh, it's called muzzleloader. Well, we call it flintlock season. And there's no scopes or anything. It's it's open sight. So there's a lot more missing involved in, in flintlock hunting. And whenever we're like, there's nothing worse than missing a deer and it's standing still and it watches you reload as you pull your ramrod out and you're shoving this ball down the barrel, pouring your powder down. Um, it's, it's just, we have a blast doing that. It's like we get a crew and it's like relaxed, laid back. Like it's not like rifle season where there's a little more pressure. And flintlock, you just go have fun. That's awesome. I love that aspect. All right. Aside from hunting, you grew up on a farm in the state of Pennsylvania, and that's near and dear to your heart. Why? Yeah, so my dad's farmed since I was a little kid. I mean, he started when he was fresh out of high school, and I started helping him. I remember I, was, I had a babysitter that I would go to, and eventually one day this older kid, um, he was kind of bullying me a little bit. And I was like, eh, I just want to go with dad. So I'll go with dad for the day when I was like, you know, six or seven. And at that point, I wasn't much help. I was probably more of a pest whenever he was doing his work for the day. But as I grew, you know, I started, I remember driving tractor when I was eight. My dad letting me uh, out in the fields. And it's just grown from there. And now now I love doing it. I love going back uh, in the summertime. I work in the summertime. If I'm not practicing in here, I'm probably out roaming a field somewhere on a John Deere, and there's a about 25 minutes from State College. I'm somewhere in a field, secluded. My dad's probably there, my brother's there, and my dog's there. You really just like being away and kind of separating yourself from society, it sounds yes. like, when you can. Yes, for sure. Why? But I think I just, I think I enjoy the aspect of, like, I actually enjoy coming up to State College sometimes because... It is different from home. Like I can only be, I can be home for a long, long period of time because it's, you know, the countryside. Like I go home and there's, you know, townhouses here and there, but it's a lot of wide open fields. I come up here. It's a little bit of a change of pace. Uh, I get to see like a lot more people. I get to like walk downtown. Like I had never been down, like as close as I lived here, I was never really downtown until I came to college. Like, I just never went downtown. I never had a reason to. My mom works on campus, so I was here a few times on campus. But most of the time, I was I was sheltered down in Penns Valley with uh, with all my cows. But I think I just enjoy just being in the wide open space. Like, being at home, I can 
go outside and have, you know, 60 acres to do whatever I want. If I want to go shoot paintballs at my brother, I can go shoot paintballs at my brother. I can't necessarily do that up here in, in Park Forest Village. How do you think that that mindset and growing up on the farm, growing up in the woods, outdoors, stuff like that, really shaped your mindset to help you on the mat when it comes to the discipline side of things? Yeah, I think it, I think it made a big difference, especially especially when I think of like growing up on a farm and working, you know, countless hours, you know, those are long days. Sometimes my dad puts in a tremendous amount of work to, you know, help provide for our family. And it's, it gets long, long, hard days. You know, he doesn't get sick days. He just, he just works consistently. And I think that's what he instilled in me. Like I can apply that to the wrestling room. You know, some days aren't going to be like perfect. Some days you won't feel the best, but like you got to get the job done. You got to go give 110%. And that's what I try and do every day. And I think that comes from working on the farm as a young kid, as a teenager. Let's end on this question. So if you had the perfect scenario, money's no object, time's no object, right? And you're going to place yourself outdoors, whether that be in the woods, on the farm, whatever it is. What is your ideal day? Oh, I think my ideal day is uh, I'm probably going to be on the farm. I'm going to be in the middle of like probably late June, maybe early July, like July 4th time. And I'm going to be on a John Deere tractor in the middle of a hay field. I'm probably going to be like raking hay, getting ready to bale hay or something like that with my dad. But all I can picture is sitting on our, our John Deere 4020, which does not have a cab on it. So like you're exposed to the outside and like being out there with no shirt on and just eating like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and drinking chocolate milk. That would be like my ideal situation. I could do that for hours. So, first of all, July 4th time. I mean, most people are, like, wanting to be on a lake. They're wanting to watch fireworks and stuff like that. Baylor's just out there on no, the tractor yes. eating, eating some food, drinking some chocolate milk, living life. 100%. 100-degree weather. 100%. Yeah, and it, it does get hot. I will say <laughs> that. It does get hot. The sweat's rolling down, but it doesn't really matter whenever uh, you got your you got your favorite stuff with you and uh, I'm with my family or my dog's riding with me. So I love that. Baylor, appreciate your time, and good luck the rest of the way. Yes, of course. Thank you.